Welcome to Succeed Even If. I'm Tom Marcoux. And I'm Johanna McLeod. This episode, we're talking about succeed even if you crashed in a vital meeting. Joanna, I'm wondering, have you been in a meeting and something went wrong? I was in this meeting and I had this great idea and I was so excited about it and everything. Mm -hmm. And I unfortunately think I pushed too hard. I'm with you. You know, we are supposed to be enthusiastic. Like if we're in a pitch meeting Mm -hmm. or if we're in a sales presentation, we are, of course, going to be enthusiastic about our material. But many of us make certain mistakes that destroy rapport even before you had the chance to create rapport, a connection. Mm -hmm. So we have three ideas that we're going to share. And all these ideas come from my book, Convince Investors to Fund You. The subtitle is... The Insider's Guide to Avoid Deadly Mistakes and Gain Real Success with Your Startup Business. Sounds like a great book. Well, thank you. And I'm so excited about it because, in fact, it celebrates 20 years of my working with this kind of material. Oh, wow. And, in fact, I, for many years, have called this kind of material Be Heard and Be Trusted. I was so excited when I came up with that phrase, Be Mm -hmm. Heard and Be Trusted. The three big problems that are kind of illustrated by the situation you just talked about, mm-hmm. is first, before you launch into a pitch, you need to set the person's permission. What I mean by that, and in fact, that Which is concept, what I didn't do. Ah, it's true. I hear you. And the idea that we need to set the person's permission is actually on page 76 of my book, Convince Investors to Fund You. To set permission is very casual, very comfortably. You just ask, So, how about we start with the XY section? How about we start with seeing where you are about this idea? When you say, how about we start with, and you identify something, Mm -hmm. usually people just say, ah, sure, okay. Once they've done that, you have connection. Once they've done that, you have permission. Interesting. And that really helps. The person might say, well, you know, actually, I don't want to start there at the XY section. What if we talk about your traction, whatever they want to focus on, Mm. you are flexible enough Mm -hmm. to immediately go there. And then if you need to back up what you're saying, you might say, and you know, to get a better picture about this, let me also bring in the XY section because that actually supports our experience of this material. Mm. The second thing that we have to look at in terms of whether we push too hard, it's important that Anyone who is making a pitch or doing a sales presentation, you're going to need to be okay with feeling uncomfortable. I've felt uncomfortable in a lot of situations like that. Well, then I'm so glad we're having this conversation because you can use these tools. Mm -hmm. You can always make sure that you do your job. You see, your job can be in a sales presentation, you have to ask for the order. Mm -hmm. You have to ask for the sale. Now, if you do it too soon and the person may even physically kind of back away. Or they might say, I don't know enough about this. I'm not ready to make that decision yet. I don't know enough. Then what you do is you say, oh, forgive me. I was so excited about how this XY thing will benefit you. I just jumped right in. How about if we backtrack a little bit? And so what you've done is you've recovered, but you've used the words, forgive me, Mm. not, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Because if you say, I'm sorry, what can they do with that? They can just look at it and say, yeah, okay. But if you say, forgive me, you're actually giving them a verb. You're actually inviting them to do something. Oh, wow. And that actually moves their subconscious mind. Mm. 
they can get to the place of, can I forgive them? Ah, it was, wasn't that. They were just doing their job. They were just presenting with enthusiasm. It's okay. I can forgive them. Yeah, sure, fine. Do you see how that goes? Mm-hmm. So forgive me. One of my mentors taught me this phrase, and that means I have, on a number of occasions, either achieved getting someone to invest in something I'm doing mm-hmm. or to get someone to engage me as their spoken word strategist and their executive coach. I've been able to do that because I know that I can save the moment, still do my job. See, it's also part of the process, particularly if you're doing a sales presentation, you need the person to feel the pain so that they will take the action to get your offering to fix the problem. So you gotta be okay with silence so that they can think it through. Mm -hmm. You've gotta be okay with asking questions that get them to feel the pain because a lot of people do not move unless they feel pain and realize that their situation will be doubly better. People don't move for a 20%, 30% improvement. Mm -hmm. But if you say, you know, when you do this, you'll feel twice as good about yourself. That gets them to move. They need to doubly improve their situation. Mm. Now, in these episodes, we normally talk about a Marku moment, where I share an <laughs> excerpt from one of my books. We are on page 77 of my book, Convince Investors to Fund You. And this technique is fantastic. Anytime you have an awkward moment, mm-hmm. you can comfortably shift out of the awkward moment by using this pattern. And the pattern is, as I share on page 77 of my book, pivot on the words, I'm curious. So let's say you pushed a little bit. And there's some kind of awkward thing going on. Then you can just say, oh, I'm curious. What's most important to you about a detail? Mm. Does this work on family members too? (laughs) That's a great question. You can go there. The, The thing that's interesting about the phrase I'm curious is that it's a way to announce to the person who's listening to you, Mm -hmm. and to announce to yourself that something different is going to happen here. Mm -hmm. And being curious, you know, people become curious about what you're curious about. Oh, interesting. That's fun. Once again, I'm always interested in helping the conversation go well and also helping guide the person into a positive space. Mm -hmm. Curiosity is better than discomfort over awkwardness. Mm -hmm. So I have many times said, hmm, I'm curious, and I didn't know what I was going to say next, but I knew I needed to shift the conversation. And by saying I'm curious, then I click into what could actually connect myself and the listener. Mm. What could actually create rapport, could move us forward. Can you give us an example, Tom? Sure. At one point, I was talking with someone who was looking at all the details about engaging me as the spoken word strategist and this person's executive coach. As can happen, someone might say, "Mm, you know, maybe I should wait or I need to wait or something like that. And I'll say, hmm, I'm curious. If you were waiting, what would you be thinking about? And that just moves the conversation forward. Mm. Because someone might say, I have to wait because they just don't want the discomfort of making a decision. Oh, interesting. So, So by shifting to, oh, I'm curious, what's the most important thing that you'd be thinking about while you were just waiting and considering this. What's the most important thing that's on your mind about this? Mm. That moves the conversation forward. You see, the thing is, when you're 100% clear that you are doing a great service, then it's your job to help the person 
feel the value in themselves. So I help them connect with their ideal future. Mm-hmm. They have to feel the difficulty that they're in. So I say, what are the obstacles that are going on right now in your life about this topic? Mm-hmm. What's standing in your way? What hurts? Where's the pain on this? You know, all those kind of things, but you have to do it in context. And then they start to realize that the great benefits of the ideal future is worth moving out of inertia, moving out of indecision. So Joanna, I'm curious. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to keep from this conversation? (laughs) I think the biggest thing I've learned is to pivot out of awkwardness. Yes, it's just two words. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. And then the other words that on page 77 here that I share is, what do you think is most important about something? You pick something that will help the conversation move forward. Mm-hmm. What's most important to you about something? That will help you serve the person because if they don't engage you, let's say you have certain service or product, if they don't engage your offering, you failed them. Yeah. You also failed your team, your family. The world. No, I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is that, is that practicing these techniques and perhaps even getting a copy of my book, Convince Investors to Fund You. Can I have that copy? Oh, sure. Here. Oh, thank you. Yes. Anyway, the <laughs> what a wonderful question. <laughs> What's most important to you about having that book right now? Anyway, so thank you so much, Joanna. Thank you, Tom. This broadcast is brought to you by... Tom's online course at Udemy.com. Yes, I'm really excited about my online course. It's called Your Secret Charisma. More confidence and more sales. My other courses include Success Secrets, Confidence and Skills to Handle Toxic People. Another course is Darkest Secrets of Persuasion and Seduction Masters, How to Protect Yourself and Turn the Power to Good. And another course is Darkest Secrets of Film Directing. Click to subscribe to this channel. And then you'll be supporting Johanna, me, and our message. Tom helps people in other ways. As a spoken word strategist and executive coach, I help people really connect and get yes. I help them with their speeches, pitches, video marketing, and networking. And I help them prepare for that crucial life-changing meeting. As you're ready to go to the next step, See special videos, find out about my books and coaching at getthebigyes.com forward slash next step. And so remember, perform at your best with words, strategy, and rehearsal for your success.